Brother Rothwax uh, wishes to share his disappointment. He was unable to make it here tonight. He very much uh, desired to be here to welcome in person Rabbi Carmel. Uh, our speaker today, Rabbi Yosef Carmel of Eretz Kemda, on the topic of compromise in halakha. Rabbi Carmel is the Av Beit Din and, and the rabbinic, rabbinical dean of Eretz Kemda, the Institute for Advanced Jewish Studies in Jerusalem, whose mission is to train a new generation of leading Torah scholars imbued with loyalty to their people and their land, leaders with broad horizons who will work on uniting the nation through active reproachment. And it's uh, this Parsha which we uh, record uh, the Mitzvah of Yachat Amazon, in which we say, we, we praise Eretz Yisrael as Eretz Chemda, the rabbi spoke about it most recently in a year, I believe, so it's the most appropriate parsha for us to welcome Rav Kamal, and it's my pleasure to do so tonight. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Pleasure for me to be here with you this night. I am a president in Phoenix for the last three uh, weeks. Don't tell it to the mayor. He will send me a <laughs> the bills and, and next week with Hashem we are going back to Eretz Israel before I will start the Mekorot I will share with you some very interesting information Israel is second in the world publicizing articles professional articles in the field of computers. Very nice. The United States with uh, 300 of thousands of millions of citizens uh, is in the first place. Israel with less than 7 million is in the second place. But Israel is in the first place in the world, in numbers per capita, in the field of the number of lawyers per capita. Not only that, Israel is first in the world in the numbers of cases in the court per capita. This is not a big surprise after what we read in Parashat Yitro. Moshe Rabbeinu was sitting from the morning till the evening as an Avedin. In the end of the day he was exhausted till his father-in-law came and saved his life. So, today in Israel we have a very big problem. On one side, the civil courts are not working yet, according to the Torah. And if somebody wants to get justice there, he needs to stand on the line for about three, four years. It's longer than the line near the Apple Store in New York City before a new version of the iPhone is coming out. 
So, let's go to the rabbinic courts. Unfortunately, and I will not explain why, no one is standing there on the line. <laughs> the solution, according to Eskanda, was to establish a new system of rabbinic courts, which we hope and we can see it, Baruch Hashem, in the field, which will serve not only the religious part of the Israeli society, but also people who are not putting themselves under the definition of observing mitzvot. And I can tell you also that people from outside of Israel are also coming to our cause, which is working from one side, 100% according to the Torah, the president of the court is Zalman Nehemiah Goldberg, the son-in-law of Rabbi Zalman And uh, on the rabbinic court of the of the rabbinic board of the court is sitting from one side Rabbi Shechter and from the other side Rabbi Lichtenstein, and in between many other Zolim. And this system is also working according to the Israeli law and the international law. So I hope that it will make Be'ezat Hashem a big Kiddush Hashem because the court system of every society is like the mirror for the face of the society. So Be'ezat Hashem. Today, with your kind permission, I will try to understand when is compromise appropriate according to the Torah and according to the words of our sages. Because from one side, every full Jew wants the truth. Why to compromise? We want to be okay according to Kolashitot. You can see today that even a music restaurant is glass. Especially if it belongs to Mr. Glass. <laughs> In the other side, a clever man says, and I will say it in Hebrew, Shara Yaomanut Shel Achaim. If somebody didn't believe in such a statement, he can find himself shortly in the rabbinic court, not for a monetary case, but for a family case. And this is bringing us to the question, really, according to the Torah, when compromising is appropriate. Let's try to see the first source, source number one, this writer is telling us three principles. First of all, Din Torah is supposed to be before three judges. 
This is not the case in the civil system. In the civil system, especially in the state, but also in many other places, the most important person in the court is not the judge, the lawyers. They are playing the most important test in the place. According to Din Torah, the judge who is the one who is making the all investment. Investments? No. Investigation. Okay, you will, you will excuse me if I will make some mistakes in English. I'm a seventh generation in Israel. My forefathers arrived to Israel on 1808. So, excuse me from the beginning. The investigations are making by the judge and it's recommended to do it before three judges. I'm not going today to see when we can do it before one judge, why three judges, if it's the Oraita, it's Rabbanan, Dinei Mamulot Regilim, Dinei Knastot, it's a big issue. But the Oraita is making a statement that not only Din Beshrosha, but compromise also Bishlosha. Even if we are going from the beginning on compromising, we need three judges. But there is a limit. You cannot go on compromising if you are in the situation of Nigmar Adin. What is Nigmar Adin is another issue. I'm not going to explain it today because I promised to finish the shiur before 12. <laughs> A lot before. Let's see now the opinion of our, of our stage. Rabbi Eliezer, Vnoshel Rabbi Yossi Adlili Omer, Asur Livtoa, Vechol Abotea, Arei Zechote, Vechol Amevarechet Abotea, Arei Zemenaet, Vaal Zemenaar, Botea Barech Neet Hashem, Ela, Yikov Adin Et Ha'ar, Shenemar Ki Amishpat Leelohim U. A very strong statement. Asur Livtoa. Don't ask when is compromise appropriate. It's not appropriate. Why? It's not the truth. It's never the truth. If all the claim belongs to one side, how you can dare to compromise? You are taking money that don't belong to you, or you are holding money that not belongs to you. If somebody, if a dying, is making a decision according <coughs> to compromise, he is making a big sin, like to eat without making a broker. 
tries to be assessed. If somebody is stealing, let's say, a cookie from the glass express store, and he is going outside and he is making in a big cabana a broche on this cookie, he is what the Gemara is calling here, Botsea Barech Ne'es Hashem. It's like to bless Hashem, you know, in the opposite meaning of Levarech. So, Rabbi Eliezer is really strongly against compromising. Why? We must go after the Deen. I'm not sure that we can translate Deen to English. How do you translate the term Deen to English? No, compromise can be also just. You know, it's very difficult to, to, absolute truth is a good suggestion, but it's not an absolute translation. <laughs> Every one of you understand what is Ikov Adin et Ahar. Don't go around, go through. Okay. What is the source? It's written in the beginning of Sefer Dvarim. Ki amishpat le'Elohim u and Elohim, everyone knows that this is midat adin. Hashem midat arachamim. We are going to use it a lot. Be'ezat Hashem on the next month. Chodesh Elul is the month of midat arachamim. Le'David Hashem orive ishi. It starts with Hashem. And what is the last word of Ledavid Hashem Arivi Ishi? el Hashem. This is for sure days that we want Hashem to judge us, not according to the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer of Nosh Rabbi Yaseglili. But Rabbi Eliezer of Nosh Rabbi Yaseglili is saying, Ki Amishpat Le'elohim U. In the rabbinic court, there is no way of compromising. Only Midat Adin. Okay. This is the first opinion. Now, Rabbi Yosef was one of the giants. We have another giant. His name is Rabbi Akiva, according to the Tosfot, the nickname of Rabbi Akiva is Korcha. Let's see source number two. Rabbi Yoshua ben Korcha, maybe the son of Rabbi Yoshua, the son of Rabbi Akiva. He is saying, Mitzvah Livzoa. Not that Livzoa to make a compromise is permissible. This is the first choice. This is the best way. If you want to make a Mitzvah, make a compromise. It's really a strong recommendation to say mitzvah listoa. Shenemar, and he also is bringing a soul, Ezmet, u mishpat shalom. 
שפטו בשעריכם. אמת can be absolutely the truth. משפט is also a strong term, but which משפט? משפט שלום. והלא במקום שיש משפט אין שלום, if two people are living in peace, they are not coming to the court, ובמקום שיש שלום אין משפט, אלא איזהו משפט שיש בו שלום, הווה אומר זה ביצוע. So, רבי יהושע בן קורחה is giving us a strong recommendation to compromise. Now, the Gemara is saying, jump two lines farther, Abarav. Alakha kerabi Yehoshua ben Korcha. It's a mitzvah to make shara. The Gemara is asking, Amy, how do you can say such a statement? והרב אונה תלמידי דרב אבה כי אבה עטו לקמי דרב אונה אמר לו אי דינה באיתו אי פשרה באיתו cannot be that רב said that we are going after the words of רבי יהושע בן קורחה why? because רב אונה was is Talmud, and when he was sitting as a dayan, before, people came before him, he asked them, what do you want? You want din, or you want shara? And if, alakha kirabi yashar ben korcha, he must do it according to shara, not din. Why he suggested, why is Minak was to suggest truth? between this and this. So, the Gemara is now answering. מהי מצווה נמי דקאמר רבי יהושע בן קורחה? מצווה למימרה לאו, אידינה באיתו, אפשרה באיתו. So now we understand in another way the words of רבי יהושע בן קורחה. רבי יהושע בן קורחה is not giving us a strong recommendation to compromise. He is telling us, give both sides the choice. Choose, what do you want? You want me as a judge, you want us as three judges to make shara, or you want us to make the decision only according to the deen. So it's not the opposite side of Rabbi Yezer, not Rabbi Yossi Aglil. Now, let's go a little farther. Source number three. The Reish Lakish Rami. Ktiv betedek tishpot amitecha. This is written in Vayikra Yutet. Uchtiv. The next, next parasha, Tzedek, Tzedek Tirdof. Akeitad, how do you make peace in between these two sources? When is Tzedek, and when is Tzedek, Tzedek? Akeitad, 
אחד לדין ואחד לפשרה. כדתניא, צדק צדק תרדוף, אחד לדין ואחד לפשרה. So when you are taking the source from ספר ויקרא, and you are making דין, and when you are taking the source of ספר דברים, פרשת ראה, and you are making פשרה. The answer is כיצד. שתי קצינות עוברות בנהר, ופגעו זה בזה. אם עוברות שתיהן, שתיהן טובות. בזה אחר זה, שתיהן עוברות. הכיצד? תאונה ושאינה תאונה, תידחה שאינה תאונה מפני תאונה. קרובה ושאינה קרובה, תידחה קרובה מפני שאינה קרובה. היו שתיהן קרובות, שתיהן רחוקות, עצל פשרה ביניהן ומעלות שכר זו לזו. What is the opinion of Rishlakish? Rishlakish is telling us that really the first recommendation is din. In every case we must try to find the absolute truth. Let's adopt this suggestion. But sometimes absolute truth is a disaster. Like when you have a river, not like the Hudson River, and not like the East River, and even not like the Kinnick River. Like an Israeli river, which if it was in the state, no one was gave In a name to such a river. <laughs> But, believe me, the little Jordan River is much more important and much more famous, and excuse me, than the Aspen River. I'm, I'm sure that you agree. But two boats, not ships, boats cannot go to the other side together on the Jordan River. So, now, What will be the stuck when the two boats arrive to the same place in the same time? Who will get the privilege to be the first? So the Gemara is giving us some principles. If one boat is full with merchandises, so we should give her the privilege to be the first because She, it's more dangerous to be in such a position, so that ship, that boat will go first. If one first is going far away, eh, it's better that sh- this ship will go first. The other ship is finishing the trip in half an hour, so wait another five minutes. But if both have the same excuses, If we will go according to Midat Adin, we shall tell them, okay, fight! What will be the end of the story? A big disaster. So in such a case, we are not saying, call the Alim Gavar, like we say in other cases in monetary law. But we must make a Pshara. One will go the first, and the other one will pay the other one for waiting. So, now we have three opinions. 
The first opinion is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, not Rabbi Yossi Aglini. In any case, no compromise. Even in the last case. Okay, this is the team. He covered in a time. The second opinion is saying, you must offer compromise before you start dealing with the case. The third one is saying, no. Deem is really the best thing. But when going after the deem will bring a bottom line of disaster, then compromise. We have no a strong recommendation to do compromising. Okay, it will affect the work of the bedding, but we didn't take in consider all the opinions till now. Let's see what the Shulchan Aruch is taking out from these three sources. What is the Halakha Lema'aseh from these three sources? Source number four. The Shulchan Aruch adopted the opinion of Rabbi Yoshua Ben Korcha according to the Maskana of the Sugiya. You must offer before you started to deal two choices. Mitzvah, reading now source number four. I'm reading source number four. Mitzvah, לומר לבעלי דין בתחילה, הדין אתם רוצים, או הפשרה. אם רצו בפשרה, עושים ביניהם פשרה. וכשם שמוזר שלא לעשות הדין, כך מוזר שלא יפה הפשרה לאחד יותר מחברו. But now, Rabbi Yoshua ben Korcha from the Ava Amina. Vechol Beidin Shoseb Sharat Tamid Areza Meshubach. And this is a very problematic statement because what is the source? From where the Shulchan Aruch took this opinion? It's not the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, not Rabbi Yossi Aglili, for sure. It's not the opinion of Reish Lakish. And it's not the opinion of Rabbi Yoshua Ben Korcha, according to the bottom line of this Tugia on Daf Vavamun Bet. Okay, let's see if we shall have enough time to speak about it. במה דברים אמורים קודם גמר דין? 
Now the Shulchan Aruch is going to the first Braita, which is on source number one. נגמר הדין, אי אתה רשאי לפצוח. ואף על פי ששמע דבריהם ויודע להיכן הדין נושא, מצווה לפצוח. אבל אחר שגמר הדין ואמר אשתלוני אתה זכאי אשתלוני אתה חייב, אינו רשאי לעשות פשרה ביניהם. The Shulchan Aruch is opening the door of compromising till almost the end of the legal process. Only after the declaration of the decision of the court, this, the door of compromising is still open according to the Shulchan Aruch. So we can see that the Shulchan Aruch is really going towards the way of Shara more than we can learn in first glance from the sources that we saw till now. Okay. Now, the debating Now the Shulchan Aruch is going further with more details regarding Pshara because time is short, we shall go further and try to understand more opinions regarding this issue. Let's go further on source number 4 to the second page up if A, the same place in the Shulchan Aruch, and now the Shulchan Aruch is telling us, This is a very, very important principle. I can tell you also from our experience that many times after all the case was aired by the court, by the Dayanim, after all the witnesses, after all the papers, things remain not clear under percent. What a Dayan is supposed to do now? He can say You know what? I did every effort. <coughs> I did the maximum. But I don't know the absolute truth. So I am going on. <laughs> Because my task is to find the truth. My target is to make din. And I can't. So the Shulchan Aruch is saying no. You cannot leave the court without giving a decision. This is not a way. You must make a decision even if not all the details are clear. And now what you are supposed to do? Compromise. So maybe, maybe, we can understand more the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. 
you know that anava is really one of the midot that every dayan must take in his pocket before he is coming to sit as a dayan. Anava is also the understanding that even if you were sitting in the yeshiva for 15 years and you got the ordination of Yadin Yadin, still you have what to learn. Still you don't know everything. And when you are sitting on the chair of a judge, take it in consider. Don't feel like God, even though that you are supposed to represent God, when you are sitting on this very, very honored chair. And this is something which must push you a little to make compromise because you cannot never know for sure that this is the absolute truth. Even if it seems to be. Okay. This is what the Metivota Mishpat, Rabbi Yaakov Milisa, one of the biggest poskim in all generations, is telling us in his commentary on the end of source number four. Adil Chaluk. Venatnu Chachamim Reshut Ladayan Litzok Lefire Otenav, Bemakom Sheen Yachol Adavar Litbarer Berayot Betamim. Ufamim al Shpi Shuda de Dainei, Ufamim al Pit Shara. The source for the words of the Nekivot is the words of the Rosh, the father of the tour, the base for the work of the Shulchan Aruch, and is telling us that the worst decision of a court is not to make a decision. I will dare and I will say that this is including not only not to give a decision at all, but to give a decision after three years is also something which not making peace between people. And this is the reason that the Shulchan Aruch and after that the Nesibor is telling us that in such a case that you are doing all the effort, but you don't know exactly all, all, all the details if it's really what the people said or not. It's time to take responsibility on your shoulders and to make a decision. Because not to give a decision, even to, the, to give a decision after a big delay, this is not a way of doing justice. Now, let's 
go a little farther to the work of the Begin today. Today, there is no any Begin, Jewish Begin in the world who can force the people to come before him. It's not exactly what I say, because in some places, in some societies, the power of the Badin is very, very strong. Why? Because of social pressure. But according to the law of these places, they cannot force anyone to come before them. Not in Israel, not in the state, in any place. So how you can enforce a decision of a court for monetary, monetary cases according to the Torah in, in the state of Israel? And, there, and I will tell you a very interesting fact. You know that for about 60 years, there is a cold war not in between the former Soviet Union because they are not existing now as the Soviet Union and between the states but between the Supreme Court of the State of Israel and the Rabbinic Court of the State of Israel this fighting and Every time, unfortunately, when the rabbinic courts are losing, the Supreme Court is much stronger than the rabbinic court. Recently, the Supreme Court of Israel made a declaration, a very smart one, because they are not stupid people. I am not saying that they are sadistic, but stupid, you cannot say about them. They made a declaration, a very smart one, that no form, formal judge in Israel can make an arbitration process. What is the bottom line? No judge in the legal system wants to make arbitration process. Why? He can enforce people to come before him and he can enforce his decision on the people. Why need the arbitration process? But the rabbinical court, they can judge in a monetary case only if both sides signed an arbitration process. If not, you cannot enforce it. So what really was the declaration of the Supreme Court of the State of Israel? That, that the official rabbinic court of the State of Israel cannot take care about monetary cases. As I said, it's not a big disaster because there is not a line before them. But when we are thinking about it, in principle, it's like to give a very 
strong how do you call it in English? Patch, patch is a good word in English to the rabbinic court. This is one of the reasons that we established the new system. But now let's go a little further. So today, before people are coming to Din Torah, they must sign an arbitration agreement. In every arbitration agreement, in every rabbinic court in the world, there is a line in the beginning that both sides agree that the decision of the court will be or according to the din or according to pshara. Now, it was a case in Israel that somebody who was sued by the other side came before the baby and he said, yes, I agree that you will judge me. But I want that you will judge me only according to the absolute truth. Only according to the Torah. I am not agree that your decision will be according to compromise. What we are doing is somebody is coming before the begging or is sending a letter, I don't want to come before you. What is the solution? We cannot send the policeman to bring him. So what is the solution? The begging is giving a permission to the other side to sue him in the civil court. But what we are supposed to do in such a case? He is coming and he is saying, I agree. You will be, you, the Dayani, will be my judges. But only according to Din Torah. Without any compromises. This question arrived before one of the giants of the last generation in Israel, Rabbi Eliezer Voldenberg, the Tit Eliezer, the famous Tit Eliezer. And let's see what was his answer regarding this Allahic question. Take a look, source, please, source number six. Amdashela, Shemitba, דרש שבשטר הבוררות לא יהיה כתוב כפי הנוסח הרגיל והמקובל שכתוב אין לדין אין לפשר This is the regular way to write it אין לדין אין לפשר אין לדין אין לפשרה אלא שיכתבו מפורש רק לפי דין תורה ואותה שאלה נשאלת כשהתובע דורש כן אם יש לבית הדין להזדקק לזה. This is more real situation that the one who is coming to sue is telling the בית דין I am giving you the permission to judge only according to דין not according to פשרה. Okay, but it can be also. So now what the בית דין is supposed to do in such a case? Is it permissible to come and to make this condition to the begging. 
let's see what was the decision of the Voldenberg was a Dayan in the Supreme Rabbinical Court of Israel together with our mentor of Shaul Israeli Zechotadik Divracha and other giants. The sister Yezer is saying that this the demand is against Din Torah. He cannot come before the court and to ask such a request. Why? The answer is less interesting than the explanation to the answer. He is giving us two very interesting and principles that we can learn from it a lot. Take a look. He is telling us two reasons. ושני נימוקים לכך. ונראה כי דרישה כזו כמוה כסירוב לעמוד לפני בית הדין לדין. ושני נימוקים לכך. א', מכיוון שנפסק בשולחן ארוחו של משפט, שכוח הדיין הוא לעשות דין כאין הפשרה, וגם לוותר חוץ מלדין כדי להשקיט ממריבות הכל לפי הצורך, אם כן, אין ביכולת הבעל דין לדרוש מהבית דין שיתנהג אחרת מפי הכוח הנתון בידו לפי הדין בשולחן ערוך. וכמפורש נפסק בטור שם כי צריכים הדיינים להתרחק בכל היכולת שלא יקבלו עליהם לדון דין תורה. הוא מביא סייעתא לכך ממה שאיתא בירושלמי פרק א' דסנדרי מהלכה א' בשניים שבאו לדין לפני רבי יוסי בן חלפתא ואמרו לו על מנת שתדינינו דין תורה אמר להם איני יודע לדון לכם דין תורה ולכן בעל דין המסרב לסמוך בזה על שיקול הדעת בית הדין והכרעתו שאיך שלא יוסיף פסק הדין ברור שיסודותיו מבוססים על דיני השולחן ערוך הרי זה נחשב כמסרב לגמרי לידיהם לפני בית הדין a big, big, big Hidush. The privilege to make Din according to Pshara is not only something which belongs to the two people who are coming before the baby. It's also a privilege of the Dayan. Why? Because it's frightening to sit as a rabbinical judge. Maybe I will make a mistake. Maybe I don't learn enough. And who said it? The one who refused to do only din was Rabbi Yossi ben Chalafa. So, what will say the Dayanim of our generation? It's again something which is recommended strongly the midah of anava to every dayan. It's something that we as people who are teaching a new generation of dayanim must put as a title on the entrance to the Bet Midrash. So, the 
two sides or one of them cannot take this privilege because this privilege is also protecting the Dayan. This is the first explanation why he cannot ask such a request. The second one is not less interesting. Now he is giving us a very strong principle which we must also remember it every time. The sister Eder is telling us in the second paragraph. This is the custom. This is the minag. So now, if somebody is asking, debating, to erase from the Nusach of the Shtar, this sentence, this term, and Shara, is going against the Minag. And now, he's bringing us the word of another giant, 250 years ago, Rabbi Akiva Eger. I can promise you, even that I didn't see him, I would like to, that every NBA player is like a very small peep, man near to the Rabbi Akiva Eger. The Rabbi Akiva Eger is telling us, לכן נראה לי שיש להביא מדברי חידושי רבי עקיבא אגר שמביא בשם שו"ת מגן גיבורים שכותב בשם שו"ת הרש"ח על מחלוקת בין תובע לנתבע אחד אומר שרצונו להידיין בדין תורה ואחד אומר שאין לו להידיין אלא רק בדיני סוחרים שכך הוא המנהג במקום שנעשה העסק הדין עמו כיוון שבמקום שנעשה עסק יש מנהג להידיין כפי דרך הסוחרים ולא כפי דין תורה מנהג מבטל הלכה. It's very interesting thing that Rabbi Akiva Eger is teaching us. Today we have sometimes a contradiction between the law of the state and the law according to the Torah. For sure we are Jews and it's a real situation that it's a contradiction. But if the state of Israel will make a law that every citizen must work seven days a week, the answer will be, you cannot make such a law because according to the Torah, you are not supposed to work on the seven days. But what will happen if two people made a deal based on the Israeli law. All the agreements, all the details, all the situations, taking consider, took in consider from the beginning that they are working according to Din Torah, to the Din of the State. I will give you an example. They are, these two people are members in the stock exchange of the diamonds. Everyone knows that in this field they have 
the inside laws of these people. They don't need to sign an agreement. If somebody is saying to the other one, and they are shaking hands, and they are saying, it's finished. No, no one signed a contract. According to the law, you must sign a contract. According to the Torah, you must make a Kenyan. But you cannot be a member of this group and after that to sue somebody according to another system. This is a, this is a, a very important principle. So, the Titeliezer is telling us that if you are a part of a group that for generations the Milag, the custom was to sign such an arbitration agreement with the two opportunities you cannot come now when your case is coming before the bedding and to say I want to go against the Milag <coughs> so this is the reason that the Titali Ever is not giving this privilege to erase the words Ben Lepesher from the arbitration agreement for both sides. Not the Tovea and not the Nisra. Now, I would like to finish the Shi'ur with one more example. The example is from our book, Alachic book in English, Living the Alachic Process, source number 9, I brought it here, if somebody wants to see it, I brought it here. This book is answers to questions which Jews all over the world send to Eretz And you can also see every week one example on our, our weekly director, the conductor name, which you can get on email every week. I cannot promise you that I will come every week to give a show, but I can promise you to send you the email if you will be on the list. On the list. And this, uh, this was the question. The question was that somebody was dealing with his friends, and he was sure that his friend is holding his money against Dintora. Now, this friend is suing him and is not sure that the justice is in his side. But, in the other side, he didn't want to pay. Why? Because his money is already in the end of this month. The question is, if he can push the begging to make compromise and in this way to pay less and to get back the money which is in the end of the other side. This is also another side of the question when compromise is appropriate according to the Torah. 
So, if you want to know the answer, you can take a look on the book and to enjoy the process and it's easy to read because it's in English. If somebody has any questions, it will be my pleasure to answer. Please. What happens if people do a scam that they're working on Shabbat? The business is on Shabbat. This scam is Lotelum Evutal. You cannot do a scam against Din Torah. But you can for sure do a scam in monetary cases that you are working according other principles. This is okay. You can give up your money. You cannot give up Shabbat. Please. What is arbitration? What? Arbitration. Yes. That's where you don't... You don't it's a different system. It's where uh, you come in, the two sides come in... No, I said that in Din Torah in Israel, the way to do Din Torah is under the frame, inside the frame of an arbitration agreement. But, all the process and all the decisions will be according to Din Torah. It's not an arbitration process like it's in the regular arbitration process. It is giving the bedding the force to enforce the decision. Please. Practically, how does it work? Both, both sides sign agreements saying Anglican, Anglican, right? How does the Zionian decide? They get all the evidence, right? They have to decide. They decide to try to decide according to the deen. This is the basic rule. Okay. But, in some cases, to bring peace, to finish the case, in a, a, a time that it's reasonable and when you have another reason like if you will go according to the deen it will be a disaster in such a case you are making sure where, where, where if the sides decide on their own they won't happen right? what? if the two sides on their own say if you have if in the beginning in the beginning the Vedian have to offer them let don't start argue. Let's do from the beginning a pshara. If they agree, okay. If not, we are trying to deal with the case. Hearing both sides, trying to bring all the proofs, the witnesses. And in the end of the story, 95% of the cases, some point is not enough clear. So on this point, you are making sure. So, so, so this, uh, Bethan can't reach the Gemara then, because it's also a special pressure to Gemara then. So the Dayanim have to know, the Omer Dat, they have to know... No, before, if they can do it before the declaration. No, they can do it before the declaration. The door is still open for Shara till the declaration, what was the decision. So, it's... It, it, you have enough time to do it. Please. Yes, as your system is currently uh, operating, are the Tulane uh, and the Nitan represented by attorneys? If they want. If they want. Our recommendation is to come without. Because according to Jewish justice, 
the test of the judges how to find the truth and to help both sides. What do people actually do? Some choose to come with and some choose to come without. But you must agree that all the two sides are bringing or no one is bringing. Yes, please. I, I'm not uh, promising to answer the absolute truth. <laughs> please. Um, you were talking about basically monetary or right for damages, right? Is that what your court what what this works with? What about things like things that have to do with marriage and divorce, those kinds of cases and, and gayless cases? So are you handling those also? I will explain. According to the Israeli law, all the getting in the state of Israel must be given by an official rabbinic court. No one has the permission to give a get only this system. But today, as I said, it's a big fight between the civil court and the rabbinic court. And unfortunately, the rabbinic courts are losing their positions every day because of two, two reasons. One is because the Supreme Court, the civil Supreme Court, is much more powerful. Second, unfortunately, some of them are doing things to make them irrelevant. Unfortunately. Irrelevant. So, today, a lot of couples are going to the family court to finish all the process till the get. We offer them to come to the rabbinic court to do all the process and according to the law, the get will be in the official. Geros, there is a system which the State of Israel established about 10 years ago. This is the system which Rav Druckmann was the head of it. And unfortunately, it's a big Hilul Hashem. Today, the observant Jews are fighting each other regarding this issue. No one will win the battle. Because in Milchemet Achim, you don't have winner. You have somebody who loses more and somebody who loses less. Both sides are going to lose. Okay. Thank you. And we shall talk.